Hey, Simba. Hey, Simba, it's Nala. I just have a few things that I need to get off my chest before we move forward. First of all, you take me to an elephant graveyard, okay? And then I pinned you. I pinned you again. Everything was all good. And the next thing I know, you leave Pride Rock. <laughs> you left Pride Rock to go and be with Timon and Pumbaa. You over here eating bugs, like you eating bugs. Be a lion. You're a lion, first of all. Second of all, we did an entire musical number, dance number, about I just can't wait to be king. And then the moment you get a chance to be king, rest in peace, Mufasa, the moment you get a chance to be king, you leave? <laughs> you leave Pride Rock? Okay, Pride Rock is not the same without you. Okay, wouldn't be a Pride Rock if it wasn't for you. All right, we need you here, Simba. We need you right now, because I need you to come and put a ring on it, okay? Like, whoa-oh-oh. I need you right now, Simba. Oh-oh. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen. And guess who's back? Talk to me, man. Hey. It's your boy, y'all hey. know. We turn the motherfucking noise up. We got Becca back on the ones and twos. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. I worked really hard on that. <laughs> she did. I can attest. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I can't complain at all, man. How are y'all? It's all good. Um, <laughs> well, we'll let Becca go first since we hadn't heard her voice in so long. What are you drinking and what have you been up to? I have been up to nothing but writing. I'm at the dissertation mode right now. So that's where all my energy is going. Uh, but it's good. And Good. I am drinking a frosé. I live above a bar. Mm. What? I thought you knew that. No. Why am I not doing this? <laughs> I live above a no. bar, and so they have an amazing strawberry frosé. So that's what I'm sipping on. That is one of the times in life when I would have to just pray that I can use the good sense that God <laughs> gave me and know that I could not do that. I could not live above a bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, could, I could not. <laughs> Is it loud? No, 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 not at all. I live on the eighth floor of my building, so. Still, though, man. Zoya, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Okay. What are you drinking? So, um, I guess I'm going to call this a nigga delight. <laughs> Oh, so I was in a grocery store and I have a pact with myself that anytime um, Lime Marita comes out with a new flavor, I have to buy okay. it. <laughs> okay. So this one is actually a passion fruit Rita and hmm. it tastes like summer, whole season, um, just a lot of great oh. stuff. Like It tastes like it's... being at a pool party, but not Did getting Did you say the pool. whole season? Yes. <laughs> Like I said, nigga it delight. Sounds <laughs> it sounds delightful. It's delicious. <laughs> I'm going to try it. So it's better than the pineapple one? Wait, I don't think I like the pineapple one. Uh, Maybe it was the cranberry that I liked. I don't remember the cranberry. The latest one I had before this was watermelon, and I didn't like that one. So I don't think I tried watermelon. I'm good with lime and the passion fruit. I'm going to try passion fruit. Yeah, it was a dollar at Kroger. Hmm. 
So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh, I finally <laughs> um, bought my plants. So my patio farm is out there and trying to live its best life if I don't kill them all. <laughs> my plants are struggling. I'm going to ask for your help later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So to, this year I'm making a point to actually like, Google care. So I was Googling like lavender and they're like, please stop overwatering your lavender. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I'm really excited. Aww. I have a little tomato plant and it's like cherry tomatoes and like I can see the little green tomatoes already. So I'm waiting for them to change colors. It's going to be legit. You're not going to fry any green tomatoes? No, because I want to use all my... Oh, cherry tomatoes. Yeah. You said cherry. You said cherry. Yeah, like a whole I'm thinking... Tomato. I'm thinking of me. <laughs> I bought big boys. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Granny Aww. told me to buy. <laughs> I looked at those and didn't buy it. <laughs> well, she knows I like frying green tomatoes, so... Like, you you actually have to make me let them get right. Yeah. Well, I have an issue with, like, I don't really know how to get the batter to stay <laughs> on a green tomato. Oh. But oh. one day we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I have been a little under the weather, so today I'm drinking Gatorade. Yay. <laughs> I'm drinking Gatorade Zero, which is nasty, by the way. <laughs> Um, I like Gatorade normally, but mm-hmm. it's zero because it has zero sugar. And apparently whatever they put in it to, I guess, give it a sweet taste, mm-hmm. tastes like medicine. <laughs> so it's quite nasty. Mm. But anyway, that's what I'm drinking tonight. This weekend, um, I just did too much Saturday. And, you know, this is why I don't like to be around people all the time. (laughs) I stayed out and about all day Saturday. I went to all these different stores. I talked to people. I was pleasant. And then what do you know? I get sick. (laughs) That's all I'm saying (laughs) is that is my lesson (laughs) to not leave the house on the weekend. I, too, went to complete my plant setup. (laughs) I had to I had to buy a couple more pots because a couple of the pots that I had just wasn't working. And I bought some peppermint. Ooh. Um I I thought I killed my spearmint, <laughs> but I see new leaves coming up and about. Yeah. Like so, I said, it's like an ivy, so it grows exactly yeah. how you expect the ivy to grow. So I just kind of broke off the dead parts. Mm-hmm. And and my tomato plants, I just, I don't know. The only things that seem to be thriving are my peppers. And those are for Granny. Those aren't even for me. <laughs> the tomato plants are just, Granny said I was overwatering them, but I don't know. Like, it's so hot. When I get home, they look so sad. <laughs> and then it's like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're getting too much sun. I don't know if they're not getting enough sun. Mm. I don't know. I got to do my Googles, like you said, I guess. Yeah. So, pro tip anyway. water in the morning. <sighs> Why? Because that way they can sit with the sun all day and be hydrated. 
Hmm. I did what not know that. It be like if you drank water at the end of the day. Stop <laughs> making sense. Stop it. And see, honestly, it's typically like nighttime when I water yeah. them. Like I have to turn on my porch light when I go out and water them. <laughs> um, I've given up on my flowering plants that are in the front by my front door. Yeah. I've just given up on those. So, yeah, let go, let God. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so moving along to our current events um it's funny because the first thing i heard in my head when i heard about this story was literally you got an instagram <laughs> <laughs> but basically the state department is now requiring usb applicants to share their social media accounts um i don't know well, I know what their probably logic is behind this, but also I'm like, I ain't sharing my accounts <laughs> with no fans. <laughs> what do you think I'm is their logic it. behind it? <laughs> um, maybe they're looking for like extremist views. Yeah. Um, like, have you posted this grand? manifesto yeah, about kill the white people or something <laughs> you know <laughs> basically I mean I just I just don't know how to feel with this administration because this was a practice that was already in place just not as widespread mm-hmm. and I feel like they of course we know they use scare tactics mm-hmm. Like, that's how they get things done. But it's not easy to get into the United States. And they try to make it seem like it is, but it isn't. And that process was already very strenuous and I think a a decent process. I I don't know. They make me sick. I hate them. Pretty much. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, I just, I was... I don't even let people at work know my... Instagram. Right. If a job asked for all of that, I'd be like, sorry, can't take this job. <laughs> Gotta go. I don't know. It just seems like a lot, but, you know. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they want all this information, but there's so many like, mass murders and things that happen where the information was like, right in front of them. Like, Sutherland, like, the guy should not have been able to get a gun, and the information was there, but the F... I feel like either the military was sitting on it or the FBI was sitting on it. And so it wasn't there for people to make solid decisions on giving this guy a gun. So clearly none of this stuff is going to make this more or less predictable. You know, if right. if their social media was of concern, you they already had it. <laughs> I promise you they did. <laughs> I mean, and the thing about it is, of course, they're looking for terrorist in quotes because they're looking for someone on the outside when most of your terroristic activities are homegrown Mm -hmm. so it's like just fall back again I hate them pretty much (laughs) so I'm going to bring us to a more bright note Uh, so Miss Tina um, held her third wearable art gala and it's so funny because people are like, we should do our own Met Gala. And then Miss Tina, like, drops this, like, boom. <laughs> what else did you want? 
also, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but Beyonce is coming out with a movie called Beyonce Presents Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> What's the title again? Beyonce Presents Lion King. <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, but so for the um, art gala, she wore this gorgeous like lion jumpsuit situation that like your fave could never Mm. (laughs) and the only person that topped her was blue ivy (laughs) yes oh my god (sighs) she was the cutest she's so adorable she was the cutest did you see her singing i think beyond (laughs) circle of life shared it at some point maybe i don't even remember who shared it i saw it so many times (laughs) and then I saw so apparently they have performances. Do they? And yeah, and Maxwell was performing. Oh, yeah. And Kelly and Beyonce and Jay were getting their life to Maxwell. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> and somebody wrote under the comments like that table don't even realize who all sitting at it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just greatness at this one mm. table. It looked it looked great. Um also, Kelly looked really good. Amazing. Mich- Listen, Michelle's dress was amazing. Also, she looked good. Mm-hmm. It fit her well. It fit her well. Um, <laughs> it fit her well. <laughs> I'm just saying because things don't always fit her well, oh. but it did. <laughs> Are we telling the truth? Are we not? Okay. Don't do this today. Just, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying it fit her well. Um somebody else I saw Tiffany Haddish looked good and she doesn't always stun on the red carpet. Oh, let me go she Google looked this. Good. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of shade going on this evening. What did I no, walk I thought, into? No, I thought I was being nice. <laughs> I mean I know so I know Doyen doesn't really participate in all of the love and hip hop antics, <laughs> but Masika from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood was there, yeah. and she did exactly what I would have done. Like, <laughs> she took like this little picture or video of like Beyonce, but there's like people in between them or whatever. She's obviously from a distance, but she made it seem like they were there together. And she was <laughs> like, "I'm just letting these other people get to know her the way I do. I'm just, I'm just being nice and sharing my time with them." And I'm like, "Yes, girl, I would have been the same way." <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. So I guess the theme was kind of from the Pride Lands Africa theme. Um, yeah, I wondered did they have a theme? Everybody seemed to be. It said a journey to the Pride Lands theme. Oh. Um, but I felt like Jadena <laughs> didn't even try. Like, I really feel like he went to the back of his closet and was like, let me pick a Nigerian outfit. Let me sit on this house. And then it wasn't even like the best. He could have like brought a whole like Abara, you know, like he could have uh. came with it. And he just picked like a normal outfit. I'm like, girl, if you don't get. <laughs> this is your time to shine. This is like me when you have to wear African attire uh, for Black History Month. I show out because I can. Because <laughs> you know what you're doing. <laughs> but he just go pick regular clothes. But <laughs> <laughs> they showed, and I don't know on whose Instagram it may have been Mama Tina's. It was a view of her dress from the back. Mm-hmm. It was a video, and it started from the bottom. 
and worked its way up. And I, I, I guess I didn't realize, you know, whose page I was on. I was just scrolling. And I was like, who is this? She fine. Mm. <laughs> it was Mama Tina. I was like, Matthew, eat your heart out. When she took that <laughs> ring off. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, overall, like, it was super cute. I loved, loved yeah. everybody. Um. <laughs> and it's nice to see something like this done, you know, by us for us. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lars, uh, Lawson had those shoes from, um, <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> Black Panther's first day. Oh, as my a kid. God. <laughs> Sure, he was like, What is that? <laughs> I really did. It was just really cute. I like them, but um, yeah. But also, I think this week we got another clip of like preview of Beyonce talking in, mm-hmm. in Beyonce mm-hmm. Presents Lion King, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was very mm-hmm. enjoyable. <laughs> and somebody on Twitter said, <laughs> Girl, I love you, but you still can't act. Oh. E- even in your voiceover oh no i just what (laughs) okay but doing it we have to admit she's not the best actress now i thought dream girls i thought she did amazing in dream girls um that that that's i was about to say single white female that wasn't it came in my house you touched me, yeah, baby. That, <laughs> that one, it was like, uh, fighting temptations was like, uh, but <laughs> I, I thought her voiceover was great. Yeah. Of course, I love her voice. Yeah. Like I love the way her voice sounds. So yeah, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I guess if if we must, uh, Austin Powers was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think Dream Girls, and not to not to paint the portrait of her being some supreme diva in a negative way, because I do not think that of her at all. But I think part of the reason why she did such a good job is because it's more of her real personality. Like I think yeah. that it's more of her. Austin Powers was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was very weird, but. but- Anyway, I'm excited. I'm gonna go see it. If some kids in there crying and talking, I'm gonna look at their parents till they take them out. Mm. Listen, <laughs> I've had a timer running since when they first announced it. <laughs> yes, you have. You have. I'd be like, oh, it's less than a year now. <laughs> I just feel like, are you gonna go? Are y'all going on opening night? Like, I feel like I'll be disappointed because it'll be too many people. They'll be talking. Kids will be in the way. I ain't got time. Ooh, are we dressing up? How would you dress I up? Mean, what would you wear? Uh, going to the Pride Lands. I'm going to my closet and getting my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't have anything in my closet. And if I tried to put something together, y'all would talk about me, especially Doyen. <laughs> I got you. So, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. But, but anyway, we're excited. Very excited. And yeah. And I'm still going to watch Hip Hop on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will not give me too much. <laughs> Wait, is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's just for, it is. It just got here June 1. <laughs> Y'all, I remember when they, that was my sophomore year at State when it came out. Mm, I'm not going to tell and you. And I remember, 
I remember blocking out the whole, like, I was like, okay, nothing's going down today. Mm. <laughs> because the, and, and full disclosure, I wasn't the biggest Beyonce fan at the time, but I still liked her. And I was just like, it's the Cameron hip opera. <laughs> Who was that with her? Was it Omar Epps? Mackay Mackay Pfeiffer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And now he, I was a huge fan mm-hmm. of it. I and I remember thinking deaf. it was Am so good. Was it you he thought what? Most deaf? Most deaf? No, ma'am. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. My bad. I remember thinking it was the best thing ever. This was so creative. This was so great. What minds put this together? Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I don't know. Again, I, once yeah, again, I'm I just like, too. I love it. I don't understand why people are coming for it. But it's okay. I mean, I, I laugh now that I'm older, but Back then, I thought it was just so innovative. <laughs> she just keeps innovating, but okay. Uh, so, moving along. I have lifted y'all up, so now it's time to drag y'all back down. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So, I guess tomorrow, Sephora is closing for diversity training. Oh, yeah. And it turns out, so basically, somebody was following SZA in the store um, thinking she's trying to steal Fenty, <laughs> and um, I th- I'm pretty sure she spoke up about it. But also, I think Rihanna she did talk to them about it, and so she did. they shut it down. Um, Sephora claims that they were planning on doing diversity training that day, but we know they lied. <laughs> and she they used to lied. be like their employee, so it's like an extra insult that like they like coming for you like that. They are lying. Right. <laughs> SZA posted about it on Instagram when it happened. And then it was a while later. Mm-hmm. And I guess it finally got to Rihanna. Mm. And Rihanna sent SZA like some gift cards, mm-hmm. which. Really? Girl, yes. She was like, here, go buy all the Fenty you want. Mm. And I was like, girl, I mean, you can give them to me. <laughs> But the gift cards, I'm pretty sure, are for the Fenty site specifically because they were Fenty gift cards. So I would assume you can't use those in Sephora. Good. And then, so either either that was the call for Sephora or Rihanna actually called Sephora Mm -hmm. and was like, do something Mm -hmm. about this because you're trashy. So I tweeted, I was like, what would happen if I like just asked them if they're watching me? Because, like, even, I think Victoria's Secrets had, like, an 8 for $38. And I asked her, because it was a different Victoria's Secrets that I used to. I've never been in there before. So she was sitting there over there, like, I don't know, just fluffing panties beside me. And I'm like, bitch, like, <laughs> what do you think this is? Like, oh, <laughs> Lord. I ain't stealing panties. Like, why would I steal panties? <laughs> like, oh. I just, I... I have worked retail and I've just never cared that much. <laughs> I'm sorry. None of this shit belonged to me. <laughs> it's not going to make me any difference. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. Right. <laughs> I'm not even going to say, hey, put that back. Because <laughs> you pull out a knife on me, then what? <laughs> you know, it's like, no. I'm not chasing anybody. I, it's, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, I would get on to people for letting their kids play in them panties because I did work at Victoria's Secret. And let me tell you, it took a long time to fold them goddamn panties. And when I look around and them kids be over there just 
I know y'all mm. can't see my hands, but I'm making, <laughs> I'm, I'm making throw it up, throw it up motions. Kids over there just having a goddamn whole good confetti time with panties. <laughs> yes, I will go and grab your child by the hand, say, come here, sweet pea, let's go find mommy. <laughs> and then I walk right up to you and say, here's your baby. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I got to go fold these panties <laughs> in here. Yeah. I'm just like, I guess I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't have to get too much huger than this for them to do diversity training. But at the same time, yeah. since an, an artist and she's a celebrity, it yeah. took so much for Starbucks to do it. You know, like, yeah. But yeah, it's general principle now just go to Starbucks and not buy stuff and go to the bathroom and. <laughs> that's like my you know how like mcdonald's used to be like your travel bathroom because it's like you know it's right like, mm-hmm. that's starbucks right. is mine now <laughs> right oh that's a good point i'm gonna start making mine starbucks <laughs> anyway so good looking out doyan don't be trying to cop no fancy <laughs> it's sephora tomorrow because it's close <laughs> Ooh, but this picture um Sorry. On that article, they had that Midnight Wasabi, <laughs> which is like a greenish pic- lip. And I'm like, ooh. That's cute. But anyways. You don't need it. Don't. Not at all. Because I'll never wear it. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so this next one was just kind of just funny to me. So this Louisiana middle school principal, which, let's mm-hmm. be even more specific. It was a holy family Catholic school yes. principal. <laughs> And honestly, it's his fault he lost his damn job. <laughs> it's his fault for being arrested. Because really, they were like, there's an intoxicated man that won't pay his bill. So if he would have paid right. his damn bill, <laughs> drank some water in between free cheap drinks, he would have been fine. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All I want to know is who snitched. <laughs> The arrest report. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know because he was arrested. <laughs> so it was like, because that's what I was thinking at first, Becca. I was like, who told it? Because listen, kids are stressful, mm-hmm. okay? And I don't know the age level of these kids, but if they were teenagers on a field trip, that man needed a break, okay? Now, I'm not saying <laughs> go to a strip club so, while you're on a field trip. <laughs> to be clarified, but it's a kindergarten to eighth grade school. So mm, he damn. was with middle school kids. Middle school kids are annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. They are super <laughs> annoying. But still. Super <laughs> annoying. Like, go down to the bar at the hotel, or if the hotel doesn't have a bar, go to a bar, get a couple drinks, then go back to your room and go to sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not mad at what he did. I'm mad he got caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was in Louisiana, so he wanted some big city stripper girls like you know I don't know what the Louisiana stripper girl I don't know New Orleans has some popping stripper girls <laughs> well see he's which he th- this place is in Baton Rouge mm, mm, and mm. it's been a long time <laughs> since I've been to a place from Baton you know in Baton Rouge but um think the pony <laughs> when it first opened up <laughs> technically that's all I'm saying the school was in Port Allen Louisiana which I don't know oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said Baton Rouge but okay but no he's under the diocese of Baton Rouge oh okay okay, okay but I'm okay. just like it just I understand why you went to a strip club you just didn't have to show out 
<laughs> hey, your bill. Like, why? Oh, my Just God. Just be quiet. That was so... Drink some water. Mind your business. <laughs> it was so dumb. Like, are you okay, sir? Now you're out of a job. <laughs> now you're out of a job. <laughs> and you can't pay the strippers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably married. His wife's mad at him. It's just and then he was like a volunteer <laughs> policeman as well. Ooh. It was like, God damn. <laughs> you just had no respect for any of your titles. None. None. Just fumbling the whole damn bag. <laughs> if they were at a hotel in D.C., I'm willing to bet there was a nice bar downstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go to the bar. It probably was some hookers down at the bar. Go to the bar. Chat them up. Then go to your room and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> go to your room and go to sleep. <laughs> well, he played himself. <laughs> you definitely played Congratulations, yourself. you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So the next one. Um, so this past weekend, there was a a democratic presidential candidate who blocked me. So <laughs> they were talking about uh, big ideas. And um, <laughs> I think Kamala was talking about her gender pay gap plan. And a protester ran up on her, took the mic out of her hand and started speaking. I was like, oh. <laughs> this First of all, I, what was your grip on so the mic? I- <laughs> This made me so angry. How did he? It's not. He wasn't running. He was not running. How did he get on that stage? How did he get that close to her? And then people were so slow moving. The only the, the other woman on stage was the only one who was helping her. Where the hell all the men at? And her husband was there. I did not know she was married to a white man. I'm not surprised. I did. <laughs> I don't mean that in an ugly way because I like. Kamala, I really do. I, do too, I didn't mean still. that. In a, in a, I didn't mean that, but I didn't know. But that does answer for me. <laughs> Why the hell he didn't jump up on that stage when he saw? Like, what? It just took. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. The man wasn't running. He took his sweet time. He sauntered up there, and then he was on stage for like a good solid thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. He should have been ambushed by then. That should have never happened. Like that should have never happened. I wonder. At first, I wondered why Kamala but apparently he lives in her district or whatever but it's just I don't know I mean I get you're trying to get attention where you can for your like anti-meat beliefs but it it just further shows that why people care more about animals mm-hmm than they do about people specifically black people because any man i mean he should have known that wasn't okay Mm. don't don't rush on stage that is so freaking dangerous and to imagine i know how i would feel being a woman Mm -hmm. if a man a white man rushes the stage and i'm speaking and he comes right at me i'm gonna piss my pants i'm going to have a panic attack like I uh, generally just am scared of like 
a lot of white men moving to the past mm-hmm. anyways. Not even if they're not mm-hmm. walking too recently. I mean, I'm <laughs> a car door when I see them walking down the street because you never know. <laughs> but I'm just like, I just, I don't know. I live in a state of just like not really trusting my surroundings because people crazy. But, yeah. But I think... Mm-hmm. I guess at this point they don't. I think once the like primaries begin and they figure out who like the top contenders are, they start getting like secret service protection. But this mm. was a failure in, you know, protection of the speakers. N- no matter what, like somebody getting fired. Hey, hey. I mean, somebody needs to be fired, <laughs> and I am really mad at her husband. Mm. <laughs> He, he looked like, like her he husband. came with that face. <laughs> oh man! I mean, just, I mean the, the, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nice. If he was Tyrone, family. Tyrone would have bound up that stage <laughs> and be like, "Hey, bro!" Hey, bro. <laughs> it would have grabbed him on up. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Alas. <laughs> so next one, I. So it's. <laughs> it seemed redeeming, but the whole state of Alabama is still on some bullshit. But I know, right? <laughs> uh, there is a Methodist church in Alabama who's playing the Arthur episode that features the same-sex wedding. Um, they are serving wedding cake and sparkling juice apple juice and i'm like sign me the fuck up mm-hmm. okay I love wedding you cake. had me at wedding cake <laughs> <laughs> um so basically um the programming director said parents trust that their children can watch the station without supervision um mm. and it's just you know it's really cool i think even though like i think on the national stage Methodist churches have like spoken against it. I think like on a more like local level, they are more like they're more are more about that love message that we talk mm-hmm. about. Whereas, was show love yeah. for these people rather than open hearts, yeah. open minds, open doors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just thought it was nice to see someone from the church step up and say nope we're gonna be about the message of love and we want to spread God's love to all people because God loves all people amen but that has been your current events for this week (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and move along So, today for our Someone Something, I just wanted to, I actually had like something completely different picked out, and then we had the passing of Miss Leah Chase, and I thought, perfect time to talk about her. So, today we're just going to quickly shed a quick light on Leah Chase, the queen of Creole cuisine. Mm. <laughs> New Orleans native Leah Chase died Saturday surrounded by her family, according to a family spokesperson. She was 96. 
Mayor Latoya Cantrell said she was a legend, an icon, and an inspiration. It is impossible to overstate what she meant to our city and our community. She made a family-owned sandwich shop into one of the first African-American fine dining restaurants in the country, and she made history with Dukies serving as a cradle and a hotspot for civil rights movement. The former city councilman, Annie Arnie Fike, say that again? Arnie. Oh, Arnie. Oh, yeah, Arnie. I was, listen, I was so hung up on the last name. <laughs> Falco. That, you know, say it again. Falco. Falco. <laughs> I wouldn't have read it like that. (laughs) Louisiana. (laughs) We have our local Louisiana. (laughs) Said New Orleans and the entire world have lost one of the nicest, most genuine, most caring, and most inspiring people ever. Chase was an icon of the civil rights movement. Her restaurant, Dookie Chase's, is New Orleans is a New Orleans Avenue. I'm sorry. Orleans. Let me start that over. <laughs> Let me start that over. <laughs> I I did catch that one. Her restaurant, Dookie Chases, is a Orleans Avenue institution that started as a black family's humble barroom in segregated New Orleans and grew into a landmark that would transcend the normal bounds of hospitality. Food builds bridges, Chase said in a 2018 interview. If you can eat with someone, you can learn from them. And when you learn from someone, you can make big changes. We changed the course of America in this restaurant over bowls of gumbo. Amen. Dookie Chases has continued to draw throngs of loyal customers and earnest well-wishers from tourists with culinary bucket lists to U.S. presidents. We know which one has not been there and who is not welcome. Paying their respects, including Barack Obama, who Chase chided for his use of hot sauce in our gumbo. I thought that was so funny. Because, <laughs> like, my granny is the same way. If you add anything to her food, she takes that, like, as a personal insult. <laughs> <laughs> so... Chase was born on January 6, 1923, the oldest of 11 children. Because there was no nearby high school for Black students at the time, Chase left home for New Orleans at age 13. She lived with an aunt while attending St. Mary's Academy, a Catholic school for Black girls. Chase started weighing tables at the long-since-closed Colonel Restaurant in the French Corner. French Quarter. I just can't talk tonight. It's okay. A job she later called one of the best things that could have happened. I saw just how wonderful the restaurant business was, how you could sit down and enjoy a meal and have someone serve you, Chase said. Oh, I thought that was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Her big break in the business came with her marriage in 1946 to Edgar Dookie Chase II, a trumpet player. Dookie Chase's restaurant had been opened in 1941 by his parents. It served po' boys, sold lottery tickets, and kept late hours at the corner of Orleans Avenue and North Miro Street. As Leah Chase took on more responsibility, she drew on her earlier experiences in the French Quarter and began changing the neighborhood joint into a destination restaurant. It became a special place for important dinners, first dates, social gatherings, and the Black community. 
By the 1950s, the civil rights movement gaining ground in New Orleans, the restaurant also became a meeting place for activists and civic leaders, both black and white. While such gatherings defied segregation laws, the police didn't intervene here. I loved that point. (laughs) They know. They know better. (laughs) I was just feeding people, she maintained in an interview in 2018. They were fighting for something, and they didn't know what they would find when they went out there. They didn't know what would happen to them on the street. But when they were here, they knew I'd feed them. That's what I could do for them. Today, Dookie Chase's restaurant is a tapestry of New Orleans life. Social clubs and business groups lunch in private rooms while tourists sometimes arrive on rented bicycles. Leah Chase was often seen in later years at podiums and on stages as guest of honor at various celebrations of her accomplished life. But she always turned to return to her restaurant to work in the kitchen and make her rounds of the dining room, shaking hands and greeting her customers. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I have accomplished something, like I have performed service to someone else, she once explained. When people come back and tell me they remember something I told them, it makes me so happy. I stuck with them in some way. So we'll definitely attach the article. It's super long, but I did just want to shine a light on Miss Leah Chase. Um, The article left out two very important facts. One, her life is the narrative for our Black Princess Tiana in uh, The Princess and the Frog. And also, we saw her make an appearance in the epic that is Lemonade. <laughs> I thought, how could you leave out those two most important facts? <laughs> but also, you just try to have me cry on the podcast like this tonight. <laughs> oh, no. There was, listen, I thought I left like a lot of the. I thought I left a lot of the mushy touching stuff out. I don't know. Maybe I just emotional. <laughs> I mean, because it's so it's because that sentiment of feeding someone is just so special. And that's what that's I, we've talked about this before. That's what we do, you know? And she was like, these people are trying to make change. They're doing something big. We don't know what's going to happen, but I know I can feed them. So yeah, I mean, today I was like, I asked my coworker, I was like, "You ain't lunch yet?" Because like, that's just this is how I know like my black Nigerian aunt is growing in me because I'm just like, <laughs> "So you eat yet?" <laughs> <laughs> so it just it warms my heart that we can show so much love just by like meeting that basic need. People need food, but yeah. And like, can you picture it? Just, you know, these big conversations, these big moments taking place in the room where it happened, (laughs) (laughs) surrounded with gumbo. (laughs) Becca, have you been there? I love that place. I was actually just there like two weeks ago. Their fried chicken is amazing. I'm so mad because my friends made me go to Mother's and it was the worst. I was yeah, like, mothers is not good. The damn white. I was like, this is for white people. They, I asked yeah. my friends got like cheese grits and it was grits with like a cheese slice on it, and I was yeah. like, get me the fuck sad. out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> so I'm mad that I went there instead of Dookie Chase's. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes of hers, um, I had to look it up just now, but she says, "To be a woman, you have to look like a girl." Act like a lady, 
think like a man and work like a dog. And I just Amen. like feel that in my soul. Like that's just I know it. Accurate. Especially that look like a girl and work like a dog. Yeah. Like you can't look like what you've been through mm. at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will be missed and her legacy will definitely continue on. We're going to move right along <laughs> to our poor life decision part of the show. Mm. <laughs> Why do you sound like so, that, Becca? <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> First of all, Becca got an A on this assignment, okay? She was the first one to turn it in. (laughs) Very, like, and my answers were all like, hmm, hmm, hmm. No, hers are very thoughtful and detailed. (laughs) So here we are. It is June, mid-year. And while I didn't personally make, like, resolutions we did all sit together all three of us on this very show and kind of talk about changes we wanted to make for this year and how we wanted to make some you know improvements in our lives this year so we're at that midway point and i thought why not share it with all of our pod cousins how (laughs) things are coming along and i'm gonna say that I give myself a gold star for being brave <laughs> because, uh, yeah, you'll see when we get to my answer. Oh, no. <laughs> so the first question is, what have you achieved so far this year? Doyen, you look like you're bursting at the seams. Funny you get that out of my face because I wasn't giving you that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, So... I, I will admit I did it today because my brain is a nutty place so it really takes a lot for me to sit down and think about things and like come up with a coherent thought but here we are I did it I was in a good mood today <laughs> but um as far as what I have achieved this year um the first thing that I really actually forgot about because I still feel away about the rest of what's going on but um so i paid off all my credit card debt and but then i was Girl, yes. i was thinking about like my student loan debt which is just looming and i'm, oh. I'm just doing it but like because i'm so worried about what's ahead i didn't even really truly celebrate what i've done so um that was a good thing and then i say created a consistent ish fitness routine so there's some weeks that maybe i worked out twice you have maybe i worked out once but i've worked out every week since Mm -hmm. i started this year you have that's amazing because i don't like working out (laughs) (laughs) you have becca would you like to share what you've achieved so far this year? Yeah, I'd say one of my biggest achievements was being able to successfully present my perspectives and get it approved so I can finally start doing my research. Yeah. I'm doing a happy dance right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice little body roll. <laughs> yes, yes. I felt like, I mean... <laughs> 
you put so much work and time and effort into it that like I felt relief. <laughs> it was like, yes. <laughs> Can we have our friend back, please? <laughs> I just can't wait till our graduation. <laughs> graduation, yes. yes. Everybody's graduation. I ordered one of those jogging suits that looks like a garbage bag so I could sweat a lot so I can be in shape so I can party a lot. Oh, graduation. <laughs> Let's pray I don't pass out. So, so I I'm going to be honest. At first I was like nothing. I haven't achieved anything this year. And also it took me a course of several days to complete this list of questions and this one I had to come back to I have strengthened my no and I'm very proud of me for that not only my no but my work life boundaries Mm -hmm. I've done much better about like even the past two so the past two days I've been home sick people been calling me people been texting me I turned off my alerts like I turned off my email alerts you know a while back for work and I'm knowing that my secretary has told people that I'm sick or that I'm not in because it really doesn't matter whether I'm sick or not if I'm not there leave me alone mm-hmm. I've done a much better job of ignoring and a much better job of saying no it'll wait till I get there or just know when people ask of me something that I'm not really willing to give or I don't want to give mm. and that wasn't easy so that was the that's one thing that I achieved this year. Our next question we ask is what has been working well? So I'm gonna be really quick because <laughs> it's really the same thing. But my work life it just works really well. I've been all the changes that I wanted to make, changes I wanted to see in my own performance, I've been doing so. Um Doyen, how do you what do you feel about what's been working well for you? Um, just creating a notion of discipline. So realizing that like, I'm not going to want to do things, but I have to because it doesn't matter about my feelings. Sometimes it just has to get done. So Mm -hmm. I live up until my 30s. I did whatever I want. And, you know, it's just aimless because whatever I want changes so many times. Like even trying to think about like what I want to eat. It's just not, it's hard. It's a... (laughs) It's not consistent. It's definitely not healthy. So just telling myself, hey, it really, your feelings don't even matter in this. We just have to get this done because that's what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Good. Becca, what about you? So like you, work is going really well for me. Um, I started a new job back in September and moved into a newer role. I guess like a couple weeks, no, not a couple weeks, like maybe a month and a half ago. Um, And I've just been like taking on more responsibility. There's been a lot of foolishness with the people that I manage. So just being able to handle all of them um, and just kind of surprising myself with how I'm able to show up and not pop off on people. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a plus. That is growth. (laughs) Growth, honey. <laughs> so, Becca, why don't you tell us about what you have been enjoying? Um my family, both my blood and my chosen family has become so important to me as I'm getting older. 
And um, especially having my family like in the city with me now, I'm just really enjoying like being able to hang out with them. So we go to trivia on Fridays and we do trivia and karaoke together. Um, I have a stand in happy hour with a friend, like just being able to enjoy these little precious moments has been wonderful, especially in the summer. I like to frolic in the summer. Like the (laughs) summer is my time to flourish. Listen, Becca's IG (laughs) Becca's IG stories are lit. Every day she is somewhere living her best life. (laughs) You and Kathy are there now, so now I really gotta figure out how to get there. We were talking about you actually. (laughs) Oh, I forgot, Kathy. Well, I mean this wasn't a big move, but make that move to New Orleans. Um so away from that devil school. listen anyways (laughs) it's a small piece of me just a small piece but a small piece does still have a little bit of purple and gold okay gross piece of you and we gonna pray it out (laughs) (laughs) anyways i always choose state first but if they aren't playing state then okay (laughs) so doyen (laughs) what have you been enjoying (laughs) Uh, I said being 30. I really like being 30. <laughs> being able to lord it over 20-year-olds. It's almost over. Right. Uh, in 30-ness. I said I really like 30-ness. Okay. 30-ness. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Uh, okay. I'm about to be 30 wonderful, which is even better. But, oh, I like uh, that. That's what, cute. Who is planning? Whenever, whenever I have my... 40th birthday oh. which will probably be seven years from now but lit. don't do the math don't it's do the math not. whenever <laughs> whenever I, whenever i have it doyen's definitely planning everything uh, oh, wonderful is so precious i love that isn't it um yeah but i just i just like feeling that while i'm still very confused but i just feel like i'm in an, a new era of my life where it's okay to be confused as long as I'm progressing forward hmm. somehow. That's right. Inch by inch. So I love it. And I can be like, I'm 30. I'm not hanging out with you on Friday night. I'm going to bed. I'm going or play, to bed. We're playing Sims till 2 o'clock in the morning, but I'm not going out with you. <laughs> Whichever way. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, I feel like what I have been enjoying the most is just letting people support me and letting people be there for me i've been enjoying friends more specifically you two just because like well y'all feel y'all feel a niche that i didn't have before i i don't know i'm not good with words but (laughs) just a, a friend slot that I didn't have filled before like you get me in ways that maybe my other friends don't but the great thing about all of my friends is that they just love and accept me for all of my stuff like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and I'm really like making more of an effort to let people dote on me and love me and support me and I'm really enjoying it like should have done this a long time ago (laughs) 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 so the next question which 
also i want everyone to be sure that you all we will attach these questions and make sure that you journal about the journal you know about these i i i'm going to do the same i'm going to make that commitment that i am going to take some more time and give more in-depth answers in my journal okay so what challenges are we facing and why so <laughs> my biggest challenges are avoiding issues because that's what I do and still the same thing pulling back and recalling into myself and then self-medicating and the reason why is because it works for me and I'm using quotations around works because clearly it doesn't but in the short term it feels like it does Mm. so yeah those are my struggles (laughs) delay anything (laughs) um so i said having the energy or resolve to stick to my commitments even to myself Mm. when i'm feeling depressed so i generally look to my feelings to be the driver of my actions but my feelings are going to set me up for the L just about every time. (laughs) So uh, just realizing that like, and you know, despite my feelings, I just had to do some things and keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? Why what? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I am a cancer. I am an ENFP. Just good enough. Emotional ass human. <laughs> and good so enough. I let that drive me for way too long. And so now I'm trying to, you know, I try to give myself grace, but I also try to be like, bitch, get up. You gotta go do uh. some work. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, what are what are some challenges that you're facing and why? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I am learning to well, it's a daily challenge not to rely on old and negative patterns to cope with things that get thrown at me um not necessarily self-medicating but doing things that aren't healthy just reactions that aren't healthy and I just keep going back to them because it's how I've always operated and they're comfortable Mm -hmm. and I know that if I react in that way I can predict the kind of response that I'll get but it's not a healthy way of reacting. So just learning like to communicate better, um, taking time to really process what I'm feeling. Those are things that I'm kind of dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, I feel like you said that is such a more self-aware way, but like, I feel like I know at it, the same right? time, like that's, that's what I need to do as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the next question, reflect oh my <laughs> but you're the not even drinking that was what made me laugh in my head because i said to myself girl you're not even drinking <laughs> what's going on okay so the next question what have you been in wait no mm. what lessons did you learn what lessons did you learn and my lessons are quick i have just learned that you know what i have everything that i need already and to pay attention to patterns those are my two lessons what about you guys becca don't respond to everything that calls you Mm. 
because some things that are calling to your spirit are not positive and you need to protect your energy mm-hmm. um, I also put that you should not say or do anything without intention that there should be a mm-hmm. reason behind all your actions and words and then to practice more gratitude yeah so again what are your lessons um I said I have to balance grace with discipline. While I shouldn't be beating okay. myself up, I also should not neglect doing things that are in my best interest. Um, in particular, mm-hmm. like I have a chronic disease where I can't take days off of management of my disease. And so, like, you know, some days I'm like, I'm just tired of dealing with diabetes. I'm tired of, you know, checking, counting carbs and checking my blood sugar and correcting for it. But it's like, yeah, I cannot do that, but then I'm going to feel like crap the next day. <laughs> so yeah. just try to realize that, like, yeah, it sucks that you have this, but you still have to keep moving in order to, like, make sure that I can live a long life of getting on y'all's nerves. <laughs> and we need you. We need you. So the next question is, what are you grateful for? Becca, what are you grateful for? What did I put? Ah, I am grateful for my strong and loving and supportive tribe, which especially includes y'all. Yay! Doyen, what are you grateful for? I said my people, um, especially my mom, because not only did she give me her great looks, but, um, (laughs) you know, she's been a huge support just in general life but um I told her that I was just like kind of ranting and I just told her how much like a new insulin pump would cost and she's like let's do it we should go ahead and just get a new one because I haven't had one since college (laughs) or had a new one since college and I was just like that's a lot of money but I'm like thank you so much because I'm just you know, I told her, I was like, you do so much for me, and I'm already in debt, but now you put me super in debt to you. Uh, <laughs> oh. But I just, oh. her, like, selflessness is just so amazing, day in and day out, for yeah. not just me, but, like, all of my siblings and yeah. cousins and play cousins. It just... <laughs> But and then she's a nurse, so she has to be selfless mm-hmm. with other people. All day, every day. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, I could not be a nurse because I didn't like sick people, but she does it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wrote down that I am grateful for support and I put in <laughs> I put in parenthesis even though I don't use it, I know it's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. I know that I don't always say what's going on with me. I don't always, you know, but I know that I can. Yeah. So I'm very grateful for that. And you know so that. So here's the know. big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Riley Curry. <laughs> So here's the big question, guys. Uh-uh. What <laughs> what do we want to achieve for the next six months? What do we want to achieve? I'll go ahead and go first. So the main thing I want to do is improve my physical health, my physical health, become 
and, and become more consistent with my wellness practices. Like I'm pretty good with doing things that I say I'm going to do to improve my wellness, but I'm not consistent. So I need to get consistent with that and then improve my physical health. And those are my goals to be a better me. Becca, what about you? So practicing more compassion, um, especially with myself, but also with others. Um, Writing at least a paragraph of my dissertation every day because I'm trying to be done by next year. So just writing every day. Um, And then finalizing my five-year plan for my life. So I haven't really done like a five-year plan in like five years. (laughs) So I need to sit down and do one. Okay. You've got a lot to do. I mean, don't don't do that to me now. I'm stressed. (laughs) No, don't be stressed. What I mean, I guess what I'm saying is you put forth a lot of thought into what you want to achieve. Like, I didn't put that much thought to it, but (laughs) you did. Also, I think you're extremely compassionate. So that was weird. Girl, you should see me at work. I'd be having to pop off on these people. (laughs) Oh, they deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Doyen, what do do you see for the next six months? What's your big plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if I say it, then I really gotta do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put it out there. Put it out there. So, I mean, I plan to be consistent with my workout journey. Um, I think I told y'all, like, I lost like four pounds because I just stopped drinking as much, and that was exciting. Yay! So, seeing that change in my body, um, trying to do better my cousin actually made a workout plan for me and also like a you know fitness plan but she was like drink a gallon of water today and I had drank like three-fourths of a gallon and I'm tired of going to the bathroom (laughs) but it is what it is (laughs) um also um I wrote attending therapy Mm. um I've just I think a couple last weekend maybe I was at my sister's house and I saw an article about like what you need to do you know like how to tell if you need to go get help about grief and I was like crying on the couch and my sisters are like what's wrong and I'm like oh don't worry I'm just being emotional but it was just like literally (laughs) as soon as I read the article I started crying just because or started the article because about grief and just realizing that like I thought I was doing okay with grief but it still hurts and it's still cycling. So I booked a teletherapy thing for Friday and I'll let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just, yes. I, I'm nervous about it because I, I really just don't like people knowing all my business. But <laughs> I'll, I'll make it. Well, <laughs> you know, this is something that we have really, really... <laughs> you know wanted you to do we're very supportive of it I wasn't going to push it anymore because I do understand that it takes time to get there like it takes time and it is a big deal I think I mentioned this before that I spend my days 
in my job telling people it's okay and this is what we're gonna do and it's all right and therapy is good and I make their appointments for them and I go with them and all this stuff and then when it came to me I was like embarrassed but I'm so proud of you like I feel like I feel like a big sister I mean I feel like a real big (laughs) sister right now like I'm so proud of you that not only did you say okay yes I'm definitely gonna do this but you made the appointment already Mm -hmm. and like (sighs) little baby is flying on her own now see how this goes um (laughs) and I know you were talking about Becca gratitude journaling and most of the time I'm just like I look like uh Kodak Black in the Let Me Drive the Boat video. I just I just look grumpy. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that's how I feel all the time. So it's really hard for me to be like, oh, let me go be thankful about something. So um part of it is I think if I start to begin serving people outside myself, maybe mm-hmm. I will open up and feel better about life. So I'm going to seek at least one more way to serve others. I, st- I do children's church, but uh, just another avenue of community service. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Like, this is what this show is all about. Just <laughs> making breakthroughs. It and really is. Together <laughs> and helping each other get our shit together. And I'm yeah. just so <laughs> like I'm probably gonna overdo it and eat something I shouldn't eat <laughs> because that's how happy it's I okay. am. I will call you in the morning when I'm getting up for the gym. Be like, Chris, you ready? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, for work <laughs> at five thirty. Yeah, that's about the time I get up to get ready for okay. work. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry yeah it's amazing how i get up that early and i'm always late Mm. like that says something huh we'll examine that later so doyen not to give you a chance to catch your breath or anything what do you think will stop you from meeting these goals um one sheer procrastination to homebodiness. I like being at home. And so mm. <laughs> when I want to go out and serve other people, that limits my at home time. So yeah. just yeah. thinking through that and just being like, it's really not about you. <laughs> it's about, you know, serving. Yes. I've had to tell myself that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. Becca, what do you think will keep you from reaching your goals? Well, Doyen, like you, I also wrote down procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know how Beyonce talks about on the documentary, um, like not wanting to start rehearsing because you know it's going to be bad. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I am with my writing. Like, I don't want to start because I know it's not going to be good initially. Yeah. And I don't want to, I know that paralysis by procrastination is a real thing. Yes. And yeah. then with the compassion piece, like holding on to grudges and just not being able to let shit go um, is something that I, I really have to watch out for. So two things mm. on that. Um, I guess because when I was in advertising school, we talked about the creative process. So part of it is like, I think of like, you know, even like maybe schedule a five minute meltdown before you write. 
because I can't be part of your creative process and I do it all the time. I melt down uh, every time before I start writing, but it's just part of the, you know, that's just what it is. And then I write it out and then I edit it and edit it until it seems like something that makes sense. Um, what was the second thing you said? Oh, holding on to grudges. Oh, holding on to grudges. Uh, So that one, I had an aunt that did not come to my dad's um, funeral because she was holding a grudge. And I I told myself, um, there's no grudge that's that intense that I would miss my sibling's funeral. And Um. I know that my family has, (laughs) we have a genetic propensity to hold grudges. Uh. (laughs) But I never want to get that bad. And then some of the times when it comes to like the grudges that I hold, I hold a grudge and the person doesn't even know I'm holding a grudge against them. That's right. So I'm like, if I'm not willing to actually go and talk to them about it, if my relationship is not that strong enough with that person where I'm willing to talk to them and try to go overcome it, then the grudge just doesn't need to be held. So <laughs> those right. are the two things I cope with to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Well, I think we're all kind of singing the same tune. I just wrote down me. (laughs) I am the biggest hindrance because I know me. And to piggyback off of that, I'll move on into the last and final question is how can you protect yourself? So I know that I am the biggest hang up when it comes to meeting the goals that I set for myself. And one way that I can protect myself is to literally take it one day at a time, which I know is so cliche, but (laughs) my granny used to always tell me that my mind moves so much faster than my actual body can. And I never understood what she meant when she would say that to me growing up, but now I do, I get it. And it's a problem. Mm -hmm. So take it one day at a time. And most important, well, not most important, but equally as important, be good to myself, but be firm with myself because (laughs) I am the master of being good to me. (laughs) And I am the master of cutting me slack. (laughs) I mean, same. (laughs) So I have to also be firm with me. And so those days that I miss something, you know what? It's it's okay. You didn't you didn't go to the gym this morning, or you didn't go to that class. That's fine. You're going to make it up tomorrow and you're going to do a little extra to make up for that time. Like you have to be firm with yourself. The same way that I would be with anyone else. And most importantly, pray and meditate. I I I am not in the habit I don't pray the way I used to and that is something that does bother me and so I need to work on get just just praying the way I used to and I don't even mean like as much but I feel like when I was younger my prayers were more sincere and sometimes now I I don't know I feel like I say things that I think I should say so I just want to get back to being more sincere when I pray and to uh, making sure that I'm grounding while I'm meditating. Uh, Becca, what are some ways that you can protect yourself? Well, like you, I also put prayer. Um, 
And then I put staying connected to my tribe because um, mm-hmm. they help keep me grounded and centered. And finally, I put that I need to continue to use the tools that therapy has given me because I pay a lot of money for that woman <laughs> to teach me how to I function <laughs> and navigate through life. So I need to put that money to good use. Yes. And Zoyan, what are some ways that you can protect yourself? Uh, so for one, I said setting goals, which is useless without number two, which is having an accountability partner that won't allow me to give up. So while I love y'all, y'all show me a lot of compassion. And <laughs> I was thinking it should not be me yeah, because it's absolutely not y'all. But <laughs> you know, just listen. I yeah, agree. like just finding somebody who's. I hate, I hate tough love, and it's funny because my boyfriend, you know, he's lost a lot of weight, so he's always trying to tell me what to do work fitness-wise, and so uh, he calls me on my shit all the time, and I'm like, wait, don't talk to me like that. I don't like tough love. <laughs> but just finding somebody um, or several people for different p- places in my life that aren't going to let yeah. me just crap out and be like... Girl, you gotta do this shit. <laughs> I'm glad you recognize I ain't it. <laughs> I grew up with a lot of tough love. And because of that, I think I'm just so oh, you know, it's okay. You don't have to do it. It's all right. You'll be okay. I just I'm still thinking about your grandma stepping over you crying. Yes! <laughs> yes! In a bowl of peach ice cream. Stepping over me crying. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just want everyone to take some time and reflect over those mid-year questions. And it's okay. Like I said at first, my the first question to what I have achieved, and at first I said nothing. That is sad and profound, but that is okay. If that's where you if that's where you land, that's fine. Let that guide you the rest of the way though. So because personally I didn't like that feeling feeling like oh well I really haven't achieved anything and for one that wasn't true but also that means okay I need to buckle down and decide what it is I want to achieve and hey I've got a whole six more months to do so so let's be sure we reflect and journal Mm. yeah I mean I guess at the end of the day like I think we all started off with like I didn't do anything because like no matter how big the thing we did it's more of it's just fleeting like especially in this world that's like crazy about productivity it's just like you did this great thing and then you forget about it because there's so many more things you need to do so I would encourage us to like when you do do a dope ass thing write it down put it in a jar (laughs) we'll look at it at the end of the year because we do a lot of great things we just don't remember it because we focus on the negative more than the positive that's a great idea that is a great idea now, don't be surprised so, when it just says wash dishes in my jar at the end of the year. Listen, some days getting out of bed, some days I literally get to work and I want someone to be proud of me for just showing up because showing up ain't always easy. <laughs> We're going to move into our favorite section. And what is it, Doyen? To buy you a drink. All right. So. Zoyan, do you know who you want to buy a drink for? Yes. 
But, okay, I'm going to caveat with this. I want to buy her a drink, but I don't want her to listen to my podcast. (laughs) Okay. So I am buying a drink for my mom because she is (laughs) super great, super dope as hell, and super loving and just so giving. Um, I'm buying her a red wine mixed with Coke because she likes her drink like sweet. And it's actually not as bad as you think. (laughs) So that's what I'm buying her. (laughs) Oh, that is sweet. Moms are amazing. Well, today I am going to buy a drink for the home goods store. Y'all let me live my whole life without telling me about the home goods store. Here I am always in tj maxx going back to the home section and you know digging sorting (laughs) shuffling right small but saturday something told me hmm let me check out the home goods store now mind (laughs) you they didn't have what i was looking for but they had so much more yes i cannot tell you how many baskets i bought (laughs) just cute baskets I had a buggy full of stuff. I really thought, I, I honestly thought, okay, I really spent more than I meant to spend, but it only came out to like 45 bucks and I had baskets. I bought a couple of water bottles. I bought um, just a bunch of stuff I love that I didn't like need. That. Yeah. That's like me and Trader Joe's. I had to go in there without a plan and I only spent $30. <laughs> I mean, and also you can never have enough baskets. Let's be honest. You can never have enough cute baskets. I'm going to redo like my makeup storage. Yeah, so <sighs> that's underway. I've already taken care of the fingernail polish. You can see it's not behind me anymore. Okay. <laughs> so one level at a time so anywho becca had to run off because you know busy girl yeah so that's gonna bring us to a close for this week i just want to say thank y'all for hanging in there with us (laughs) we asked tough questions and y'all keep coming back Um, you've made it through an episode of Poor Life Decision, be it known that I cried and Chris didn't. <laughs> it's only going to happen once. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I was so excited about Doyen crying that I almost cried, but I was like, no, I can't ruin her moment because I felt like that was your moment. <laughs> anyway. But that's what it's all about. Um, talk to us on social media. We are on Instagram is poor life decision one decision because we're changing them one at a time we are on twitter is pld pod uh chris is keeping it lit with chernobyl tweets um i have decided i have talked to my coworker about it and i will not be watching (laughs) yeah i don't think (laughs) but chris is there because she's really good with the popular tv shows but you watch big little lies don't you no, because I don't like the girl because I didn't like her on um, Secret Life in American Teenager. <laughs> I, okay, first of all, I thought it was the only other person in America who loved that show, and I didn't like her on that I hated either. her on that show. But, 
<laughs> that will be the next show, Big Little Lies. Chernobyl ends this week, and so we'll start Big Little Lies next week. Yes, but <laughs> if you're willing to talk to me about Jane the Virgin, which is about to end, I'm there. Um, please review us on um, iTunes so that iTunes, people can yes. um, find us or review us wherever you listen. Just you know, just send us slash. Even if iTunes. Even if iTunes isn't your preferred listening space, the reviews on iTunes mean a lot. So if you could go on there and just rate us and review us and tell everybody how awesome we are, we appreciate it so much. We love you so much. Oh, Doyen, tell them about our merch. Oh, so we have a new shirt that says BDE. It says for Big Drink Energy, but it's super great. (laughs) And, um, you know, go ahead and get it for the summer. For our nigga delightful summer. <laughs> also, what I love about it is it is just like the other tea, but it is a dark colored shirt. Mm-hmm. That way I don't get makeup all over also, it. Also, swimming. Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, have a good evening. Um, call your mom. Drink some water. Don't overwater your plants. And please call don't. your mom. Google plant care, yes. like me. <laughs> we love y'all. See you next week. BDS chain, I'm in love with the rocks. You said you could take it, but you got me chopped. They throwing shakers, they see me on top. To that bitch super love, I'ma send you the drop. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need more press. Kill them all, put them hoes to rest. Walk in bulletproof vest. Please tell me who she gon' check. Murder scene, Cardi made a mess. Pop up, guess who, bitch? Pop up, guess who, bitch? Ding dong. Must be that whip that I ordered. And a new crib my door.